Yo, yo, what's good, what's good, peoples? This is your man, Basil Alexander, and this is the third official episode of the Business Cypher Podcast, where, where we took a little break, y'all, but we back at it again, man, we back at it. Um, just to give out some little information as far as contact, if you guys have any questions, concerns, just want to get at me, show some support, show, us, show, show me that you love me. Nah, for real, for real, the, uh, the email address is uh, thebizniscypher at gmail.com. That's D-A-V-I-Z-N-E-S-S-C-Y-P-H-A at gmail.com. Of course, you can catch us on uh, IG, Instagram at thebizniscypher, as well as Twitter at thebizniscypher. You might be able to take a look at some of my crazy comments. On Nothing crazy, though, for real, for real. Y'all know how I do. Um, but yeah, man, that's what it is, and... We back at it tonight, man. We just going to get at a little bit of boxing tonight, baby. So I hope y'all ready. You know what I'm saying? And we just going to make it happen, man. But uh, you already know what it is, man. Let's go. Let me get mine first. Then after I get mine, you're going to do what you want to do. Outstanding close to the year when it comes to the to the sweet science. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to boxing, man, they've been hitting us all with some love, man. I mean, yo, you can't really be upset with it, man. I mean, for real, for real, they've been they've been banging out with some some fights like every week. And I'm not talking about the regular, you know, saying the Thursday night specials and all of that. You know, what I'm saying where it's a lot of fighters, a lot of boxers that people don't really know about. Nah, they've been hitting us with a with a few names here and there with a with a a couple of little darts, you know what I'm saying? And, and yo, I'm, I'm, a, I'm appreciative, man. I came in front, man. But, I mean, for a while, we didn't have it. I mean, I, I take that back. But we did have a few fights. I mean, I, I just don't think people was really paying attention like that just because of the state of boxing and all of that. So they were sleeping. But, um, yo, yo, can't complain. Like I said, man, I mean, they've been, they've been helping out as far as uh, when it comes to, like, closing out the year, man. It's been, it's been a good look, man. So, yeah, man, we just going to touch base or... Wax poetic a little bit on a few things, man. You know what I mean? And um, I'm going to touch y'all off. I'll let y'all get a taste of this real quick first. Joe Lewis, the greatest boxer ever lived. I'll be with you boys in a minute. He was bad in Jackson Clay. He bad in Sugar Ray. He bad in that. Who that? You, the new boy here. Mike, Mike Tyson looked like a bulldog. He bad in him, too. He done whipped Mike Tyson's ass. He whipped all their asses. What about Rocky Marciano? Oh, there they go. There they go. Every time I start talking about boxing, a white man got to pull Rocky Marciano out their ass. That's the one. That's the one. Rocky Marciano. Rocky Marciano. Let me tell you something wonderful. Rocky Marciano was good. But compared to Joe Lewis, Rocky Marciano ain't shit. He bit Joe Lewis's ass. Yo, yo, yo. First off, I apologize, man. Normally it's a family show. But yo, I had to hit you with a little bit of Eddie Murphy. I'm sorry for the curse. But yo, you good. You good. You good. We we early in the stages when it comes to this show, so I yeah, you don't hurt don't hold it against me, man. Whatever, man. Just, it is what it is. All right. Everybody has heard that before, so yo, whatever. But anyway, man, yo, we're gonna touch base a little bit on like I said, um, wax poetic. It's boxing real fast, man. Um Yeah, man, a few weeks ago we had the little exhibition with Tyson. Yeah, Tyson and um and Roy Jones. It was great. It was a 
great event, man. I can't front for it, especially considering it was an exhibition. You know what I'm saying? And even though, of course, um, the main event, I mean, I, I think it kind of, uh, maybe somebody that, that watched boxing a little bit, yo, I think I think it was a good look, man. It was a good fight, man. I mean, you take all of the factors into consideration, man, it was outstanding. Um, I think the thing that um, that ended up being the major draw actually was one of the fights on the undercard, of course, was the Nate Robinson joint with the Paul kid. And, um, I mean, hey, everybody is, has had a good time, you know what I'm saying, just, just with the memes and all of that and, and going back and forth as far as, like, what happened. You know what I'm saying? Hey, it was, it was, it was funny. Yeah, it was. But I, I ain't going to really hit it too hard, man. All I can say is, yo, people got to respect other people's sports. And I think... At the end of the day, that boxing is one of them sports. Uh, actually, I'll say it like this: that boxing is probably one of the most disrespected sports when it comes to that skill level of people who are not professionals. You know what I'm saying, when I say that, I mean to say like, yo, you won't necessarily go into um, certain certain sports um, as a beginner and expect to win, as a lot of people feel. That way when it comes to stepping in the ring. I mean, right off the rip, a lot of times, just because somebody's athletic or because somebody has a certain skill set in another sport, when it comes to boxing, for some reason, they can automatically or they automatically assume that there's going to be some 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 mode of, tra- of, of transfer of those skills over to that sport, which will make them success- successful. And Nine times out of ten, it doesn't work like that. And unfortunately, Nate was uh, a good example of that situation, um, of that fact. I'm saying, for real, for real. Yo, again, you can't just step in and out of or step into somebody else's sport just because they're not a professional expect to be successful. I'm saying, and boxing is the is the the main victim of that. Unfortunately, man, we we've all probably at some point in time felt or seen people that. May not be professionals, but we heard, oh, yo, such and such boxes, man. Oh, yeah? That that cat? You know what I'm saying? We've all had those moments where it was like, yo, that dude don't box. If he does, yo, I give him the business. You know what I'm saying? You might say something like that to the little scrawny kid that you, you know that you could beat on, in anything. So you're going to automatically assume you could beat him in boxing, too, even though he goes to the gym. And I think that's a huge mistake, man. In fact, we, in fact I hope that we've all learned <laughs> about that mistake uh, unfortunately, through watching Nate take that fall, I mean, fam, yo, you, you can't you can't play games like that, man. I mean, yo, it's just like any other sport in regards to you got to be able to create or you got to have or accumulate some type of skill set, man. I mean, let's put it like this, man, and especially, and this is especially true for boxing, it's like a bank, man. It's like, yo, you go to the bank, you make your deposits, Make your deposits. You make your deposits. You make your deposits, and at some point, you want to make a withdrawal, most likely. Same thing with boxing. Be the deposits, yo, come in in the form of 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 a sparring, training, but mostly sparring. Yo, them sparring rounds, those rounds that you're sparring, those are straight deposits, man. You cannot just all of a sudden make a couple of deposits and feel like when the time comes when you make that withdrawal that you're going to be successful. Nah, man. The dude Logan, but the dude Paul. Yo, he's been fighting at least two years, at least two and a half years, probably. So just think about that, man. He got at least two and a half years of sparring under his belt. In comparison to Nate, who probably had five months of sparring, maybe, on a lower level. You know what I'm saying? Maybe under his belt. There's no comparison. No comparison. And, I, and I'll say this, man. 
And I, I hope everybody knows this, but just in case you don't know, yo, the weakest boxer that goes to any boxing gym, the weakest boxer that's a member of that gym will beat just about anybody that he faces who is not boxing at all or who just starts off or is just a beginner. He's going to beat you every single time because he's in that gym. Yeah, he's the weakest one, but he's sparring. He's getting his work in. He's getting his time in. He's putting in the work. You're not going to beat him, man. It's, it's just not that type of sport for you to just walk up in there all willy-nilly. <laughs> walk up in there with your skill set from basketball. Walk up in there with your skill set from football or something like that and just take that person down, and it's not going to happen. I'm, I'm letting you know, fam, yo, I witnessed this and had to go through this myself. Firsthand, walked up in the gym like, oh, my little athletic skills going to translate. And, yo, them first few weeks were torture, man. I was getting banged out. Saying about the weakest, uh, the weakest looking <laughs> people that you would think of, and uh, yeah, just take a while to get that skill set, to get that confidence, to get that muscle memory, and, and that stuff just doesn't happen overnight. So you gotta respect it, man. Just like you would respect any other sport. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that, that's what I'm gonna say about that, man. That's what it is, man. But um, the thing that kind of nice good segue uh, from that is, I guess, uh, of course, your man, your man, money, money, money. Money, money, Mayweather. Yo, the dude, I guess he's going, I guess he, he saw what Tyson was able to do, man. It was like, yo, you know, Sean, let me go ahead and piggyback off of that. Let me, let me, maybe there is a market out there for these people, these YouTubers, or these other internet, um, sensa- excuse me, these other social media sensations that had these crazy, crazy, crazy groups of, of, of people that followed them. All of these followers, um, which will translate to, to other formats or other platforms, you know what I'm saying? And, and boxing is, is is definitely something that can be taken advantage of in that regard. I mean, yo, come on, man. I mean, I mean, for real, for real, let's, let's think about it. First of all, let's break this down. Let's break down this, this whole Mayweather and the Logan Paul joint, right? So, Money May, all right, Money May typically, just even when he wasn't training or, or whatever, yo, when have you seen Mayweather ever weigh more than 100, what, 50, 155? Really, yeah, from what I can recall, he walks around like 145, 147. You know what I'm saying? At like 5'8". You know what I'm saying? So, he's going to fight a dude that's 6'1", 6'2". Walking around here at 190s. That, I'm sure, works out because, you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean, nothing crazy, nothing on a professional level, but he's got a, you know, he got some, some fights in there. So, he got some sparring. You know what I'm saying? Of course, he's not going to be on Mayweather's level. Of course. This is a, it's a total money grab. On, on Mayweather's part, total money grab. Because, I mean, for me, um, and, and I guess for a lot of us out there, man, when it comes to Mayweather, man, I mean, yo, we stopped seeing Mayweather knock people out almost a decade ago, right? And when he was doing that, who was he knocking out? Dudes his size or smaller. So, are we going to be naive in thinking that when this fight goes down, that Money May is going to be. Um, Probably probably gonna knock out this dude. I don't think so. I mean, personally, I don't see it, fam. You talking about a 5'8", 145, 147, it's gonna knock out 6'2", 190, who's coming into this fight. The only thing on his mind is, yo, don't get knocked out. Guarantee that. Guarantee that. He's gonna train. He knows he can't win the fight. Everybody knows he's not gonna win the fight, of course. But he knows. That the worst thing possible for him to do is to get knocked out by Floyd, even though Floyd was pound for pound the top fighter. But still, 
147 pounds, B. Yo, the dude's not going to go in there and get knocked out. I'm sorry. He's just not going to let it happen. If he has to tie him up, he's going to do that, whatever the case may be. But I just don't really expect a, um, a real good fight, really, because all I can see is it's Floyd doing his, his thizzle, you know what I'm saying, doing, doing his thing, but I just don't see him being able to get it off enough or be able to deliver enough punishment for a knockout. I just don't see it. I ain't never seen Floyd come in and just just, just overhand right somebody, and I don't care that the kid don't have no professional record. Yo, well, no true professional record. I just don't see it, man. The size is just not there in the books. And I see him taking some punishment when he's not able to tie Floyd up. I see that happening, but, also, but as far as a, a knockout, nah, man, I'm not buying it. Not buying it, B. I don't, I don't see it happening. So, yo, y'all can buy the fight if you want to. I already kind of, you know, got my situation set up where I can see it for free. <laughs> so it don't matter to me. But, yeah, man, I mean, I just don't see it, man. It's, it's going to be something to watch, you know what I'm saying, something to do. But as far as, like, yo, got to see it, nah, not really. Not really. Again, you talk a 5'8", buck 45, buck 47 versus 6'2", 190. Yeah, yeah, man, that's a tough one. That's a tough one as far as it. It's a tough one as far as it being something that I really, really want to watch. So, if you guys share that sentiment, you know, totally understand. If not, I totally understand that as well. But, yeah, man, I'm just not expecting fireworks. Now, what would surprise me if Paul comes out here and actually gets in some good shots. That, that, that would surprise me. In fact, I guess that's something that maybe Mayweather should consider letting happen. <laughs> For real. Just to spark it up a little bit. Yo, let me go in here and let me hit me a little bit. And then um, before I take him out. Or at least before I attempt to take it out, cause take him out, because again, like I said, I don't think he's gonna knock him out. It's, I just don't see it happening. Bird. I mean, again, man, just from what, from what I remember from Floyd, man, he was way past that point of trying to take people out. And again, we talking about what, what fifty pounds? My math is off. <laughs> to about thirty something pounds, forty pounds. Yeah, man. I don't. Oh, my math is way off. My bad. Ooh, yo, that public school education sucks. <laughs> My bad. The homeboy is like a buck ninety. Floyd's like a buck forty. So like fifty pounds. My bad. Fifty pounds. So, but yeah, I don't see it, y'all. But yeah, go ahead and make that purchase if you like to. That's up to you to each his own. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, if you gonna move off for that and get into some real boxing, no more exhibitions. We gonna get into that real. Yeah, you know I mean, we gonna get into that real. Oh, that's the wrong button. Yo, you at the green box. That's the wrong button. You better. Stop. You better. Fight, Hey yo, my bad y'all, but that's why we in the third episode. Stuff like that. <laughs> my producer sucks. Out of sweat pants, check out his stance. See the side of his grill? Look like my cousin Lance, left hand, rocky chest rock. Yo, I think I did his cross. He wanted crush bone leather with the strings off. Now I remember. He from Bear Mountain. Him and Mitch Green shot the fair one. Near the water fountain. Seven frowns, seven green from his right ear. Yo, keep your eye on that same. Yo, yo, first off, what other hip hop track about boxing is harder than that MGM? From um, Ghostface and Ray. Yo, what other one is harder than that MGM, fam? It was a short track. Oh, my gosh. But, yo, on that Wu-Tang Forever album. But, fam. Ah, but, anyway, yeah. All right, let's get into this real fast, man. Yo, yo we going to touch base. So we going to wax, wax poetic and just chop it up a little bit. We'll chop it up a little bit about the fight. And everybody, especially the boxing fans, for real, for real, those 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 boxing fans that we love, yo, everybody want to see 
um, that we probably won't be seeing anytime soon. I mean, we probably will see it eventually, but not right now. Word, man. So, yeah, man, everybody know what it is, man. You're talking about that Earl Spence versus uh, Bud Crawford fight. Yo, um, everybody's been wanting it, man. Everybody's been wanting it, um, so they say at least. And, uh, yo, why can't we get it? And, unfortunately, um, this is one of the unique things and, and, and really whack things when it comes to boxing. Um, you just got too much influence and too much power given to the, to the promoters, to the management cats. You know what I'm saying? It's too much. You know what I'm saying? There's no other sport that I can really think of, especially when it comes to combat sports where the promoters and the, and the, the business managers or the management companies have that much power where they can just, just stop fights because of some personal issues that they're having on their end and not issues that necessarily relate to the to the boxer, the actual athlete. That's craziness, man. I mean, even with, like, UFC. Um, now, UFC, got it, it kind of got the monopoly going. I mean, Dana kind of runs things. So, you know what I'm saying? It, it, it's never really a, a, um, a factor or, or never really a, a hurdle for, for the, all of those fighters to fight each other in the UFC. And that's why that, that thing, that, that's why UFC is so popular because, Yo, the top fighters fight each other all the time. But when you're talking about boxing, it's a totally different scenario, totally different issue, which is whack. I mean, it's real whack, man. I mean, you think about it, man. So you're talking about your Bob Arams and your Al Hamans and all of them cats. I mean, on the humble, yo, who are they? You know what I'm saying? I mean, as far as the fighter, in, in relation to the fighter and in relationship, who really are they? Like, like they don't own the fighter. Of course not. Nah, they, they, they actually work for the fight. They get paid by the fighter, the boxer. So why is it that they're controlling who the boxer boxes? I'm saying it's not crazy. I mean, it's kind of like how the hell does the employee tell the manager what to do? Hmm? Like how is that? It's just craziness, and that's that's one of the things that makes boxing whack, and why they've lost a big a big amount of of followers, a big amount of fans. And we'll continue to do so until they fix that, which I don't see happening, you know what I'm saying, unfortunately. But, I mean, yo, come on, man. Don't, come on. You're going to tell me you're going to stop a huge fight like that just because of beef? And, and I mean, come on, man. You're talking about beef between Aram and Heyman. And it's funny how they, like, pick and choose when they have beef because they don't do that. They don't have a big, a big beef for every fight. So it's definitely some other things that's, that's in the equation that we don't know about that they won't mention. But, again... Yo, we got all this social media out here, man. Just be transparent and say what it is. Say yo, and tell the truth. Or why don't y'all just sit down and hash it out in public and be like, yo, this man right here said A, B, and C, or he said this, that, and third. Yo, we, we would like to know why, really, y'all, y'all can't make this fight happen. Because for some reason, y'all don't have no issues when, it, when, it's, when it's a totally different scenario when it comes to fighters. Are we talking about like uh, Fury and Wilder? Y'all came together for that? That wasn't a problem. Y'all, y'all made that fight happen. So what's the what's the beef right here? What's the beef with the Spence and the Crawford fight? I don't get it, man. It doesn't add up, and it doesn't make any sense, man. And again, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate that you got to put the fans through this. It's unfortunate that you got to put the boxers through this. And it's unfortunate that you're about to lose probably your main boxer, your, your top guy, who is Bud Crawford, because you ain't put that man in front of Spence. But oh well, I guess you don't care. <laughs> I guess you don't care, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man, Bob Aram, yo, the dude's 80, like 80-something. I think he's like 88 years old, man. Are you 88 and you still got a beef that you don't want to settle for the betterment of a lot of people involved, for the betterment of an entire sport? Come on, Bob. You used to be the former attorney, 
the U.S. Department of Justice under JFK, man. Come on, let me let me repeat that. Bob Arum used to be the former a former attorney for the U.S. Department of Justice under John F. Kennedy, man. And he out here acting like this. <laughs> he out here having beef with, I guess, the the uh, the up and comer Al Heyman. You know what I'm saying? So from what I'm able, from what I've been able to see, man, from what I, I guess. From, Look at it, Bob Aaron probably got maybe the better squad when it comes to having a stable of boxers that he manages, you know what I'm saying? But he also has the smaller squad with top rank. You know what I'm saying? He got he got your your tail females, you know what I'm saying? He got your he got your your Bud Crawfords, your Tyson Furies, you know what I'm saying, your Michael Collins, your Lomachenkos, man, your Mariatas, he got those cats. You know what I'm saying? He got the new kid, uh, what's, what's his name? Bengali? My man from Brooklyn, Boliqua. Uh what's my man's name? What's his Edgar. Edgar, the chosen one, Berlanga. He got him under his stable. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't get it, man. You got a good squad up there, man. But it's like he's, I don't know, man. It's like he's picking and choosing, you know what I'm saying, who he wants to fight when it comes to, you know, some of the fighters that Al Heyman has, which is crazy because the dude Heyman got like 200 fighters, man. He got like 200 boxers. 200. Boxing don't have that many top boxers, man. <laughs> so, yo, you're going to bump into this dude. I just don't get, like, why you... Having a beef or why is there some type of situation or some scenario where y'all can't make this fight happen? And it, and it seems like every time that Bob Aram has a microphone in his face, he's deflecting. It's never his fault when it comes to the negotiations for this fight. But yet and still, you see Bud Crawford look at him like, yo, ask my manager why this fight ain't happened yet. He's looking at him like he's stupid, man. It's crazy and it's unfortunate. But, yo, it is what it is, man. It is what it is. And yet, oh man, I'm just looking at this right now. Yo, Al Heyman, yo, did y'all know that Al Heyman went to Harvard? <laughs> yo, Al Heyman went to Harvard. He's a Harvard graduate, man. Has promoted some of the biggest fights in history. Just as far as his stable, I mean, we, we know we got like 200 semi boxers. Yo, the dude got Peter Quillen, Sean Porter, Austin Trout, uh, Russell Jr., Gary Russell Jr., Danny Garcia, Figueroa, Earl Spence, of course, Charlo Brothers. Uh, Javante Davis, you know he's been uh, promoting uh, a lot of promoted a lot of Floyd's joints. Yo, I mean, I just don't understand how you had beef with this dude or whatever. What's what's holding up this Errol Spence Brooke Crawford fight? You know what I'm saying so. I don't know. Um, I don't have no inside info on that. I just think it's whack that it can't happen. Um, you can't make that fight, but he made the the Tyson Fury Deontay Wilder fight. So just looking at or just knowing that fact tells me that maybe. Maybe the appeal for the Spence um, Crawford fight is not as big as everybody might think. You know what I'm saying? It was no problem making the Wilder Fury fight, but the Spence Crawford is kind of, eh, you know, kind of holding back. So, yo, what, what what's the truth behind this? You know what I'm saying? Like, is the appeal there? Is is really maybe the the projections for how much money everybody can make when it comes to, to the you know what I'm saying what's coming back? Maybe it's not there. Which now that would make sense to me. That would make lot of sense to me because, I mean, yes, yes, as far as boxing fans, as far as just novice boxing fans even, um, which I consider myself as, as one of them, um, yo, Bud Crawford, he's, he's real good, yo, he's like a haggler, yo, he's outstanding to watch. However, I haven't seen him go through pretty much any adversity when it comes to, to fights, you know what I'm saying? And that, yeah, that's a good thing, he's been dominating, but I mean, who's he dominating? I mean, yo, uh, who has Bud really been fighting? I mean, you know what I mean, I mean, really, who has he really been fighting? And is he a high, is he a high enough profile boxer to demand Spence fight him? 
I don't know. In fact, I do know. No, I'm going to say no. I mean, just just looking at his fight record in comparison to Spence's, nah, man. I'm, yo, really? Crawford needs Spence more than Spence needs Crawford. You know what I'm saying? As far as legacy, I mean, Spence got some fights, man. He has some fights under his belt where you like, yo, is he fighting him? Yeah, he's got that. But, but Crawford, not so much. Not so much. So he's looking for something to validate his skill set. And that validation would come in the form of Errol Spence. So he might really want to try making that happen when he's no longer with Bob Arum because undoubtedly that's the hang-up. At least that's what they're saying is the hang-up. You know what I'm saying? But, um, man, I don't know, man. I, I kind of feel like if the money was there in their faces and the appeal was there and everybody was really asking for that fight, I kind of feel like they would find a way to make it happen. Found a way for other fights. I think they'd be able to do to make it happen. But something, something is up, man. Something's not right, and I don't know what it is. I wish I did, but something, something is just not right about it. You know what I mean? Um, just looking at uh, Buck Crawford's last five, yo, it's not impressive, man. It's not really impressive at all, yo. He caught uh, uh, Jeff Horn back in like eighteen, knocked him. Uh, Benavidez Jr. back in eighteen. Um, Amir Khan, but yo, he called Amir Khan on a long layoff, man. I'm not saying that Amir Khan would have had a chance, even if he was active, but I think it was like two years that Khan was out. So, um, long layoff. Um, for some Russian, Croatian kid, I think, Kavalinkis or something like that, back in like 19. And then, um, his latest fight with the Kell Brook joint. You know what I'm saying? Of course, Kell Brook hasn't been the same since, um, but since he got his eye socket cracked by Errol Spence. Nah, nah, he hadn't been the same for a little bit. So we haven't seen that Kell Brook that was like really like, oh, word, Kell Brook is just that, that dude. We haven't seen the the same Kell Brook that um that took down Porter. You know what I'm saying? That beat Porter. So, hey, I don't really know um how I can really um take a really, I guess, analyze that victory over Kell Brook because it really didn't mean a whole lot just based off where Kell Brook is now in his career. You know what I'm saying? So um yeah, man. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. That 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 little those five last five fights right there are not impressive to me. Not impressive enough for me to be like, yo, Spence gotta fight you. Nah, not for real. Nah, for real. I mean these cats that he fought, I mean, none of them are really relevant like that. I mean hmm, really the most relevant one might be man, is it Benavides Jr.? I don't know, man. He's these he's cast right here. There's nothing's impressive on here, man. Nothing's really impressive. So, eh. And like I said earlier, uh, Amir Khan had a long layoff, man. He hadn't really fought anybody or anyone since uh, he got cracked by Canelo. But that was only back in 16, fam. That was only back in 16. And Crawford fought Khan in 19. So, hey, what that tell you? So, I don't know, man. I don't think Buck really demand anything, especially when it comes to um, Bob Arum. Because there was some rumor out there saying something about how um, Crawford was like, yo, I want, um, they say, he wanted the 50-50. <laughs> yeah, right. Nah, not happening, man. I, I mean, just based off of that alone and, and some other things, yo, I don't, nah, you don't deserve 50-50. If I'm Spence, man, if I'm Spence fighting Crawford, yo, you, I give you best case scenario 55-45. Really, Spence just beat uh, Garcia, you know what I'm saying? So, Based off of that, I'm like, yo, 60-40, take it or leave it, man. If not, yo, go get you some other fights somewhere else and then come see me later. What you going to do? What choice do you have? You know what I'm saying? And unfortunately, Bob Aram has put him in that in that space, in that predicament. So, yo, it's a tough go right now. And I guess, yo, Crawford's going to have to ride it out with Aram. Um, I think the contract is up soon. 
um, I think early next year. And then after that, man, hopefully he, he might want to just go ahead and, and either go solo or get with Mayweather or Bob, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Al Heyman or something. That way he can kind of have a little bit more control as far as, like, who he fights and the, and the type of fights he's trying to go after. You know what I mean? But, yeah, just in comparison, if you look at Spence's last fights, Earl Spence, man, I mean, of course, we just had the recent joint with uh, Danny Garcia. Uh, before that, he, uh, yeah, yeah, Sean Porter, tough fight, but he, he won. Sean Porter, Mikey Garcia, Ocampo, Lamont Peterson. Ah, man, it's no comparison. No comparison. Let me do that again. Let me get that to you again. Danny Garcia, Sean Porter, Mikey Garcia, Ocampo, Lamont Peterson, and then Kel Brook in like 17 with the, with the eye socket. So, yeah, like I said before, man, I, Crawford don't really need Spence. No, excuse me. Spence doesn't need Crawford. <laughs> yeah, my bad. Spence doesn't need Crawford. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yo, so Spence, maybe he should, uh, I mean, maybe Crawford should kind of um, uh, get, get his get his verbiage together. Maybe communicate a little, uh, be, be a little bit more humble with it. When it comes to trying to seek this fight out, because Spence doesn't need you, B. Straight up and down, he doesn't need you. Um, yeah, man. So, I mean, if I was in Crawford's shoes and Aaron was blocking me or whatever, and it just didn't work out, or there's some hesitation as far as even when I leave Aram, yo, he might just want to consider going up straight up and down. Going up to Super Metal, maybe. Um, not Super Metal. Going up, is it Super Metal? Uh, I don't know, I'm bugging right now. But yeah, he might want to consider going up, up there with like Charlo and them. Um, with Jason, Rosario, Julian Williams, Jared Hurd, Erickson, Lubin, and all them cats. You know what I'm saying? You might want to consider that. You know what I'm saying? I think that's 154. That's not, that's not a super. But, um, yeah, man. Something to look at, man. But, uh, yeah, man, we got some, uh, got some things coming up, man. I, uh, I hope everybody had the opportunity to check out this past weekend, man. There was some good fights on, um, especially on the undercard. Uh, I'm sorry, not this past weekend, the weekend before this weekend. Uh, which was the Spencer, of course, the Garcia joint. No, 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 I'm tripping right now. The weekend before the week, the weekend before this past weekend was Spence Garcia, good undercard. But this past weekend had a great art undercard as well, man. He had the kid, the, the chosen one, the Boliqua, <laughs> a Puerto Rico, oh, or the homeboy from Brooklyn, um, the chosen one, Edgar Berlanga on the card, yo, and everybody. Should be finding more about this kid, or finding out more about this kid at the super middleweight, you know what I'm saying, division. Because, yo, he got 16 fights and 16 KOs, man. All first round. All first round. So, of course, yo, eventually, man, we want to find out what this kid is about. Because eventually, he will have to fight past the first round. That's for damn sure. You know what I'm saying? Just knowing boxing, yo, he's going to have, somebody's going to step to him that he's going to have to fight past the first round. And, and really... When it comes to, like, the bigger fights, um, those top-notch fighters, man, all of them are definitely going to take him past the first round. So we got to see what this kid is about. So really, um, if I was him, man, I would really talk to my management crew and be like, yo, give me somebody that's going to make me make me work. You know what I'm saying I need to get some rounds in because this first round stuff is not going to prepare you as far as, you know, when you got to step up and, my, and maybe try to take a shot at, you know, your Canelos or your Charlos or, or all of that, man. I mean, those aren't going to be nothing near – uh, the, the level um, of the competition that you're facing now that you're knocking out, you know what I'm saying, in 67 seconds and all of that. Yeah, I ain't going to roll ain't gonna roll down like that. It's not going to go down like that. So, yeah, man, I just suggest, man, maybe just or maybe just chilling out for the first round because you want to get some rounds in, man. That's what I would suggest for Edgar, for the chosen one, man. Just kind of try to get them rounds up um, 
also in addition to that to maybe let everybody know that yeah you're not just a one trick pony you know what I'm saying that way somebody fighting you might give you a shot you know what I'm saying a little bit easier you know what I'm saying just on some strategic stuff be like alright oh yeah he sure he could knock people out in one round cool 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 you know what I'm saying that gave that gave him a following, but he also could box. You know what I'm saying that's what we'll be interested in finding out, and we're gonna find out sooner or later. So um, I do like the fact though that because he's knocking everybody out in these first rounds all the time, that he's getting fights a lot faster. That's 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 nice. I like that. I like that. That's uh, that's that's really good, man. Because I, I mean, of course, you know, when it comes to boxing right now, a lot of cats be lucky to fight like what two, three times a year. It's like a, it's like a high activity. It's like a it's like a lot of activity for the year, man. But this cat right here, he's getting on fights in. You know what I'm saying? But it's, it's a good look, man. It's a good look, man. Y'all should check him out. Again, that's Edgar, the chosen one. Berlanga, Boliqua from uh, Brooklyn. Representing Brooklyn. You know what I mean? But, um, yeah, man. And that's going to that's gonna lead me to this last little, well, first off, man, I'm not even going to touch on, at least I don't even want to touch on, um, Joshua Pula fight. First off, it came on at the crazy time because they out there in the UK, and I, man, I don't know about y'all, man. I don't know about these UK fighters, man. For some reason, man, I feel like I'm saying I don't. I feel like for some reason these UK, a lot of UK fighters are kind of like almost. It's almost like they they, they like a division double A football team fan. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like you respect them, but you like. Uh, yeah, that's a good win. That kid looks alright, but he ain't really. It ain't not really playing against Clemson. They not playing at the Alabamas and Notre Dames and all of that. You know what I'm saying? They playing. They playing Alabama and them. They playing Alabama State. They playing Grambling. You know what I'm saying? Like who really are y'all playing? You know what I'm saying, and, and that's kind of how I feel when it comes to the, uh, the UK fighters, man. Because for some reason, man, when you look at the UK fighters' uh, records. You know what I'm saying? You look at the fighters that they've been fighting, and, and for some reason, they stay so strong and heavy with fighting a whole bunch of other U.K. fighters that ain't nobody ever heard of. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to the States, I mean, be looking at sometimes I look at the record, I'll be like, who is this kid? Like, I ain't never heard of him. Like, where y'all get these fighters from? And then it's like if you go check them out against somebody else, especially from the States or for some, from somewhere else, somebody that's credible, and you look at them and be like, yo, you trying to tell me that this kid is supposed to be the truth because he fought him? He's whack. He's garbage. And it's like, come on, man. How are we supposed to respect that? You know what I'm saying? So Joshua, Joshua's kind of, I give him a little bit of a benefit of the doubt because, of course, he's a heavyweight and he has for a few cats. You know what I'm saying? He fought, fought some tough competition. And just for heavyweight boxing, you know, it's not a whole lot of cats um, from the States that's really rocking in the heavyweight division. So, all right, cool with him. But the mother fights... For instance, or as a good example, when it comes to this fight coming up um, on the weekend, you got the uh, Canelo Callum Smith joint. I mean, yo, I was trying to do my due diligence, um, look up Callum Smith and all that. So I checked him out. I was like, I mean, let me, let me see what's going on with this dude. So I looked at, looked him up, and man, um, yeah, I don't know if he, I don't know B. Uh, it's gonna be a fight to watch, but I'm, I'm just not feeling. A lot of the stuff that people was talking about when, when, it, when it, as far as the lead up and as far as breaking down and analyzing Callum Smith, like oh he's this he's that. You know what I'm saying I looked at a few of his fights, um, beautiful left hook to the body. I love that. Like, Yo, that, that thing looks good. But then I also looked at who he was hitting with the left hook. Man, he wasn't hitting nobody. Man, he's, nobody special. I mean, he, he's just, like I said, division double A boxers. Man, he's 
class B boxers that he was fighting against, man. It was like nobody of note. Nobody that made me be like, oh, okay. Oh, he beat him? Hmm. I mean, he's 27 and 0. But I mean, if you look at some of the names on his 27 victories, man, it's like, who the hell is that? Like, what? what's going on? And then if you look at who those people have fought, you're like, ah, I'm supposed to respect this? Like, for real, for real? Nah, nah, B. Um, as an example, just to kind of, you know what I'm saying, give you a little look at that, yo. I went in there, looked around, was trying to find something that made me be like, oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. But then I started looking at these names. And then I started finding the... Uh, the Luke Blackledges. Like, who is Luke Blackledge? Ever heard of him? Yeah, right. Uh, Eric Skoglund. Nike or Nikki Hotskin. George Groves. I feel like I kind of heard about Groves, but uh, actually I have. And I definitely have heard of Hassan uh, Indam. Or, yeah, I heard of him. You know what I mean? But um, John Ryder. Who the hell are all these people? I mean, even though I've heard of um, of Hassan before, you know what I'm saying, and seen him fight before, I mean, eh, I think he's, you know, he's way past his time. You know what I'm saying? He got like four losses. Um, these other cats, man, I ain't never heard of them. I ain't never heard of these dudes, man. You got 27 wins off of this? Psh, come on, man. Come on. Norbert, Nemespotty. Who? Who are these people? And, and and again, and unfortunately that goes along with my claim for these, these UK fighters, man. A lot of times they stay over there in the UK the whole time and they got these big followings that's kinda like kinda goes along with UK with the UK and how they love uh, soccer and all of that. You got these big town um soccer clubs that they follow and they go hard on and they support them like crazy and, and they buy all of their gear and buy all of the tickets and all of that. And the same thing with some of their boxers, man. They got these big followings over there. But when it comes to, like, trying to break north or trying to come this way, come to the States and try to get some respect and try to, you know, try to get a name out there, man, it's difficult to really, like, try to try to support them. I mean, when, when you look at their records, man, when you look at who they fought, I mean, come on, Luke Blackledge, what? Uh, and that was for the British super middleweight title. Ooh, <laughs> come on, man. Come on, man. My bad, yo. A little technical difficulties. Drop the mic. <laughs> I had the mic. <laughs> Whatever, though. But, yeah. Um, yeah, man. I just don't see it, man. We already know Canelo's record, man. We already know about that. So, uh, I don't know, man. I'm going to watch the fight, but I ain't really looking forward to it too much. I'm going to check it out, though. And even still, man, both of them have had a pretty decent layoff. I think the last time uh, Callum Smith fought back in November, November 19, the same thing for Canelo. So, I mean, they're they right there. So, there's really going to be no excuses for either of them as far as, like, oh, they were on long, long layoffs. They have ring rust. Yeah, whatever, man. Y'all fought, like, a year ago. A little bit more than a year ago, both of y'all. So, ain't no excuses when it comes to that. Nah, I ain't trying to hear that. Um, the only thing I can see that I could look at that's just, just, just kind of sticking out to me is um, Callum Smith. Um, and, and the names on his, uh, on his, on, on his record, man, they ain't nobodies, man. I'm sorry. Sorry. Ain't nobodies. And I know your UK cats got an issue with, you know what I'm saying, y'all feel like y'all fighters are this and that and everybody should know them, but I don't see how that's the, that's the case. I mean, okay, I see one name. He got uh, Rocky Felden back in, like, 2015, a while ago. I, I'm familiar with Rocky Felden, but the rest of these cats, man, still nothing, nothing. And that, that's going as far back as 2015, Callum Smith. I mean, come on, man. 
Uh, you 27 and 0, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, come on. Come on. But, um, hey, it is what it is, man. It is what it is, man. But, uh, yo, we should have some better fights coming up next year, man. Um, we're going to start picking it up a little bit more, you know what I'm saying, as we go. And um, things are really, I, I, at least I anticipate that things really going to jump off when Crawford gets away from Bob Arum in top rank. Um, hopefully we, we will eventually see that Spence Crawford fight. I don't know. Looking forward to it. We're looking forward to the possibility. Because um, right now, it's not even a possibility. <laughs> word. Word, word, word. But yo, man, just wanted to get at y'all tonight on this boxing tip, man. Apologize for any technical difficulties. Again, third episode, baby. So we still learning. We still getting it together. Still getting it cracking. But um, I kind of want y'all to, those that rock with me, I want y'all to kind of peep out how we mature and how we uh, mature the process and how we get better at everything. You know what I'm saying? And just make it a whole, a whole better listening situation for everybody. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? And um, first and foremost, man, everybody stay safe out there, man. Glad you had the opportunity to check me out tonight, hit this boxing. And, um, yo, got some good episodes, some good footage coming up uh, for the next cu- upcoming shows, y'all. As y'all know, the NBA started back up with preseason. And y'all know I'm going to get into them Knicks real good and heavy. So we'll be expecting a lot of work when it comes to them Knicks, man. Um, football season's winding down, man. Yo, Notre Dame in there. We got Clemson coming up this weekend. Um, damn, Eagles just had some craziness going on. My man Jalen Hurts taking over the quarterback spot. We're gonna see how that winds up. And man, we're just gonna grab some things, man. We're gonna start pumping out these episodes a little bit more, more frequently for y'all. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? So y'all can have something to rock to on your way to work or whatever. Word up, word up. But, um, yo, about to get out of here, man. Hope everybody's good out there. Everybody's safe. And uh, it's Basil Alexander with the, the Business Cypher podcast, man. Everybody stay safe out there. Looking forward to the fight this weekend, even though I kind of am not. But, uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> word, word, word. But, yo, everybody stay safe out there, man. Peace.